0: For his mercy in my life, uh, for his uh, provision, and uh, for all that I've been through in my last 20-something years in the ministry, and I'm still standing strong here on the word of God, and uh, I have to experience all kinds of situations just to come with this conclusion that with God nothing is impossible. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. I want to give honor to the men of God, uh, Pastor Grayson and Pastor Paul, for making this meeting possible tonight, praise the Lord, Uh, giving up their time of service, it's not an easy thing to a pastor, but because of their faith in the ministry as an evangelist, uh, they sacrificed this time for us to come together in a meeting to experience the move of God, praise the Lord. I also want to give thanks to the Hickler's family. Hallelujah. For taking care of me for these last uh, few days. Amen. Uh, I can say that uh, I was really spoiled. Praise the Lord. They are taking, care, taking good care of me. Amen. Make sure I eat the best meal in town. Amen. Pastor Paul will take me everywhere. Amen. He wants to buy everything for me. Say Pastor Paul, that's all right. That's okay. I'm good. I'm good. Amen. But I just love the hospitality. Amen. The friendship, the the fellowship that I have with the, with the church, Hope Divine Church, this morning. Uh, we had an incredible service. Hallelujah. Also with Cain's uh, Pentecostal last week. Amen. I'm really blessed. I'm really blessed. Amen. So and I want to thank you all for accepting me as your friend as a member of your family, as part of you, in these last few days. Praise the Lord. I don't, I'm not very good in uh, this, at giving acknowledgement to people. Praise the Lord. I'm limited in, uh, in English, as some of you know. Amen. But only God knows my heart. Yes. And I'm so blessed, and I'm overwhelmed, I'm happy, I'm excited. I just don't know what else to say. But all I can say in, in my language... Which means thank you so much. Amen. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. 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 Yeah, we are so blessed to feel that awesome presence of God in our worship tonight. Hallelujah. So would you please stand with me once again. Hallelujah. Honoring the word of God as we're going to read our scripture tonight. How would you feel? Living in a family, and they're all doctors. And they want to make sure that you're all okay. Amen? Pastor David, any problem? How about your knee? How about your ear? Is everything okay? I tell my wife, hey, I've got my personal doctor at home. (laughs) Amen. Amen? Praise the Lord. They made an appointment for me. They take me to their office. Is this doctor, he made this prescription, he even go to the pharmacy and buy that medicine for me. Amen. To me, that was special, so special. But I know it's all part of the package. When you are involved in the ministry, when you put God first as your priority, he will take good care of you. First-class hospitality. And that is wonderful. <laughs> Hallelujah. Praise the Lord, I'll, I might be going to be overexcited tonight, but just please bear with me for these few minutes. Hallelujah. In First Samuel chapter four, verse 21 to verse 22. First Samuel chapter four. If we can all start reading from verse 17 to verse 22, the Bible reads, And the messenger answered and said, Israel is fled before the Philistines, and they have been also a great slaughter among the people. And thy two sons also, Hophni and Phinehas, are dead, and the ark of God is taken." And it came to pass when he made mention of the ark of God, that he fell from off the seat backwards by the side of the gate, and his neck broke, and he died, for he was an old man and heavy. And he had judged Israel 40 years. And his daughter-in-law, Phineas' wife, was with child near to be delivered. And when she heard the tidings that the ark of God was taken, And that her father-in-law and her husband were dead, she bowed herself and travailed, and for her pains came upon her. And about the time of her death, the woman that stood by her said unto her, Fear not, for thou hast borne a son. But she answered not, Neither did she regard it. And she named the child Igabod, saying, The glory is departed from Israel because the ark of god was taken and because of her father-in-law and her husband and she said the glory is departed from Israel for the ark of god is taken hallelujah Our second scripture reading tonight, 2nd King chapter 2 verse 14, in 2nd King chapter 2 verse 14, and he took the mantle of Elijah that fell from him and smote the waters and said, Where is the Lord God of Elijah? And when he also had smitten the waters, they parted hither and thither, and Elisha went over. Lord Jesus, we come before you tonight after the reading of your word, O God. We are looking forward for your word, O Jesus, that you will speak into our heart, into our life, that you will use this vessel, O God to utter out what thus saith your will, O Jesus. Let your will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Let the ministry of your word minister into our heart, into our life, O God. We pray all these things in your powerful name, Jesus, we pray. Everybody say, Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. So tonight, I just want to preach on this topic. Where is the God? You may be seated again tonight. Hallelujah. We're reading our scripture tonight, a very sad story. Amen. The story about when the Philistines conquered the Israelites, praise the Lord. And one of the messengers came back with a message to Eli, the high priest, and said, Ah. Uh, there was a great slaughter. And the Israelites, they, they flee. And the Ark of the Covenant was taken by the Philistines. Amen. And also your two sons were killed and they both died. Praise the Lord. But if you read it in the scripture, that Eli, after he heard that both of his two sons died, she didn't react that bad. After he heard that the Ark of the Covenant was taken by the Philistine. Praise the Lord. But God led me into the scripture and said, read it again. So I read the scripture again. And the Bible said in verse 22, the glory is departed from Israel. The ark of God was taken. The glory is departed from Israel for the ark of God is taken. And God was showing me this revelation. About the glory is not taken. The glory departed. But it is the ark of the covenant that was taken. Praise the Lord. And God was telling me this message. You can have the ark but not the glory. Praise the Lord. Anybody can take the ark but they cannot take the glory. The glory has to depart by itself. Praise the Lord. You don't tell the glory to move. The glory is just going to move. Praise the Lord. So God was telling me about this. That there's so much that in our, in our walk with God, we, that we are so concentrated in the ministry and what we do in the church. And we forget about the animals. Why we are here is to please God. For us to make sure whatever we do, we have to make sure that God is present in our midst. Amen. Hallelujah! If you read about the story about Eli, it was about Hophni and Phineas. They were entertaining sin in the sanctuary in the temple, and, and Elijah and Eli and the. And the priest Eli know everything about this Hophni and, and Phineas entertaining sin, but he was not giving that enough effort to straighten out things in the temple. As long he saw that the ark is present for him, it's okay. As long the ark is there, it doesn't matter. Even though sin has been entertained, as long the ark is there, it's all right. Praise the Lord. But God wants to show us tonight, it's not about the ark. It's about the glory of God. Hallelujah. You can have the ark. You can have ministry. You can have talent. You can have gift. You can spoke in other tongues. But you cannot have the glory of God if you have sin in our midst. Praise the Lord That's why we need fivefold ministry in the church That's why we need teachers, we need pastors We need prophets who can preach the word of God they can, they can correct us, they can instruct us into righteousness right, right, right. Amen Paul said I want to be pleases of God and not please of men." Hallelujah I'd rather people hate me than God depart Praise the Lord Because if God is with me, who can be against me? Hallelujah We need to be the church We are church born in the fire If we are part of that X2 upper room experience That we need to stay in the fire If we are church born in the fire Let's stay in the fire Let's remain in the fire Let's make sure the fire is always here So we can feel the actions of God We can feel the power of God We can feel the transformation Power of God in our lives Hallelujah! Hallelujah! I want to take our attention into this story about Elijah and Elisha. Amen. Elisha was doing his plowing with 12 pairs of oxen. Hallelujah, 12 pairs of oxen, which means 24 oxen all together. I was trying to imagine that 24, 12 oxen. Amen. And the Bible says, Elijah came past, and he left his mantle beside Elisha. And the Bible said, suddenly, Elisha left the oxen and went after the man of God. Elijah didn't say anything. Elijah didn't ask him to follow him. He just left the mantle there beside Elisha. The Bible say, Elisha left the oxen and went after Elijah. And he asked Elijah, please can you give me time just to say goodbye to my family so I can come and follow after you. And Elijah said, I didn't do anything. Why are you following me? I I didn't even invite you to follow me. (laughs) Elijah didn't care about that. You know what? Elijah was saying, I'm not here because you said for me to come here, but I felt something when you passed by. There was something on that mantle that is live, that heat, that fire in my soul. I'm hungry after that thing that is in that mantle, and I want it, I want that portion, I want it so bad, I'm going to come and get it. Praise the Lord. You know, if we have God in our midst, we don't have to preach the gospel. We don't have to invite people. It's a growing power. It will pull people. There's something so strong about the presence of God, about the anointing of God, that will break every yoke, that will bring down strongholds, that will have a breakthrough. We're going to have people coming at the altar, repent, because they felt something that moved inside the core of their heart. Hallelujah! And there was this fourth time that Elijah tried to stop. Elijah, hallelujah, Elijah, you need to be here. I have to go to Gilgal. I have to go to Bethel. I have to go to Jericho. to go to Jordan. You know what Elijah said, As long as the Lord liveth and thy soul liveth, I will not leave thee. I feel that something in you. I want it so bad. I want the double portion of the spirit. I know I've got this 12 pair of oxen. I might have wealth and luxury, but nothing compared to what I felt when you just passed by me and that metal just touched me. I know that there's something great for my ministry. Out there in the presence of God. Hallelujah. Elijah was wrong. He thought Elijah following Elijah. But Elijah said, no, not you. As long the Lord liveth and thy soul. I'm not going to leave thee. You know, if we have God in this place, we're going to have this problem every week. No space to fill people. Amen. Because they are sick and tired of religion. Then sick and tired of people preaching the word of God. They want to felt that something. Now the church, I'm so sorry to say that the church today, they have the ark, but the glory departed. The Bible says, the ark was taken, but the glory departed. The glory was not taken, just departed. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What you saying, pastor? You can never read it in the Bible. When the Philistines took the ark, nothing happens to them. But you read it in the Bible. When David was trying to take the ark back to Jerusalem, God killed Uzzah for trying to protect the ark. Amen. And David was fear God because they want to protect the ark from falling over the cloud. And God smote Uzzah. Amen. So how come the Philistine took the ark long time ago and there was nobody killed taking the ark? And now, we are bringing the ark back to where it really belongs. But now, this guy was dead, consequently. Because David thought, that's how they should bring back the ark. So God was telling me, there is nothing wrong with the ark. But there is a problem when the ark is with the glory of God. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. There was something about that mentor. That makes him leave those oxen. No, people today are busy working for money. No, one thing I've, I find in Australia, I'm sorry to say this. In Fiji, one of the motivation factors why we go to church because of poverty. Amen? We totally depend on God because we need to provide for the family. Our kids need to go to school. Our vehicle need petrol. Amen, need gas. I have to provide for the family. So we need money, but there's not much uh, job opportunity. People graduate thousands every year, but there's no job opportunity. And Fiji is just a very small place. Hallelujah. With a population of 900 something thousand, not even reach a million yet. And this only thing that we know, That we can rely on is to serve God in spirit and in truth. But when I come to Australia, it's totally the opposite way. You guys don't need God. You are in the land of milk and honey. You have money, you have food, you have car, you have houses. Man, I come to Pastor Paul's house. See the patio, man. I see all those Praise the Lord. See, God is blessing his people. Praise the Lord. I come to Darwin and Pastor Bill say, Hey, Pastor David, would you mind if you look after the church in Darwin while we're going to Philippines and you can take care of the house? You have the keys there. You can use our vehicle. When I opened the garage, I saw this Parado parking on the garage. In Fiji, only CEO they drove those kind of cars. But now, Pastor David has the key to that car. And I was overexcited. I take pictures of myself driving in the Prado. Hey, wife. And I say, Lord, I can preach anywhere in Fiji, and I've got hundreds and twenty people come to the altar, repent, and be filled with the Holy Ghost, but not in Australia. And God said, that's why you need me. For Elisha to leave the oxen, you need the presence and the anointing of God. Hallelujah. Leave the oxen. No way. I'm not going to leave my work and come to church. This is all I've been working hard for. To have a good life. Amen. My children can have a good life. You can only have a good life with Jesus. If you are here because of Elijah You will go back Because Elijah told Elijah What you doing here? I didn't call you I didn't invite you, go back But Elijah said, I won't go back That's why a lot of people come to church After anything's happened And it doesn't feel right to them They just leave because they are offended They were hurt and they just leave Why should I come to church? I don't belong there Because you just come after Elijah but Elijah said, as long as the Lord liveth. And thy soul liveth There is a God that lives inside of you That I can feel That I can experience And I like that feeling Because I feel what I like I know I can go through hell With that spirit inside of me There is no giant can stand before me There is no mountains too high Because I've got that spirit That lives inside of me And Elijah said I want that person I'm here for God. I'm here for God. I want to get hold of God. I want the Holy Ghost and power because I know this world are sick and tired of wealth. They want something more, and that something more is only in the presence of God. It is joy unspeakable. It is the joy unspeakable, the peace that surpasses all. Understanding. Amen. 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 Paul said to Timothy, Timothy, depart away from these people. Which kind of people, Paul? Those who have the form of godliness but denying the power thereof. Amen. Having the form of godliness. You see them on the outside. They look like a very religious people. I was witnessing to this, to this guy. And he said, I also go to church. I believe in God. And I asked him, are you saved? Yeah, I'm saved. How do you know you're saved? I just know because I believe it. And I ask him one thing, if tonight one of your children are demonized or possessed by the evil spirit, do you have power to pray over him? He said, God won't allow such things to happen. It will happen. It can happen and it will happen, definitely. But do you have the power to pray over that, that evil spirit to live? He was looking at me. Are you threatening me? I'm not threatening you. I tried to tell you that there is something more than just going to church. You need to feel God. You need to have that conviction of the word of God inside of you. That you are saved. That your future is secure. That doesn't matter what happened in this whole world. I know I'm secure and safe In the presence of God Praise the Lord Praise the Lord So we have this trend going over the whole world Everything is religion No, I'm sorry about this But I always have my time Laugh and laugh When I see the Fiji team Sing a song Before playing rugby and praying before they playing rugby. I say, why are they praying in the field? How about they go and pray in church? <laughs> Maybe they're using that prayer for God to give them victory. And then we were defeated by New Zealand, Australia. <laughs> it's foolishness. That's, right. That's not how we glorify God. We glorify God in our daily walk with God. That's right. It's not only Sunday. It's from Monday to Monday. When you're walking out that street, people can feel God in you. And the devil will always come at the wrong time. And every way of your family members will always come in the right time. Amen. Amen. Jesus came to that victory. He was hoping to see some fruit. And there was no fruit but green leaves. Everybody say green leaves. leaves. But when Jesus came, he he was not focusing on the leaves. He was looking for the fruits. And the Bible says there was no fruit. You know why there was no fruit? Because the time of the fig was not yet. So it is impossible for the fig tree to bear fruits for the season of the fig was not yet. So you can't expect a mango fruit from a mango tree in, in the month of July in Fiji. You can only expect mango fruit from a mango tree in Fiji in the month of November, December, and January. Because the season of the mango is November, December, January. So every time you come towards a mango tree on this month, you should be expecting some fruits there. But Jesus came to the fig tree expecting fruit. And the Bible says, the time of the fig and the season was not yet. So it is impossible for God to expect fruit because the season was not right. right. That's right. Amen. But he still cursed the fig tree anyway. To me, that's unfair. <laughs> that's silly. It's foolish. Why? Because why, why God cursed the fig tree? Because the season is not yet. And God was speaking to me. It's a revelation to Peter and the disciple and to the church of the living God and also to you. When you have God, you don't only produce fruits when the time is right. When you have God, you have the source whether it's on January, whether it's on February, whether it's on March, April, May, June or July God is always there and the fruit is always there when everywhere in the world they don't see any fruit from anywhere, they can always come to the church of the living God where the fruits of the spirit is brandious it's full, it's always there, we can always find the answers to our problem in the presence of God, no matter what time you come, it will always hear. Right, right. Oh, oh. The fruit of the Spirit. And one of the fruit is love. And Paul said the whole chapter in First Corinthians 13 just about this one, one fruit called love. Whole chapter. Yes. Amen. And Peter asked Jesus, how often should I forgive my brothers? And Jesus said seven times 70 which is 490 forgiveness in a day for a particular person. Amen. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah. One tree, all kind of fruits, and it keeps bearing fruits in season or out of season. It's always there. That's the God we are serving. That's the Holy Ghost I'm preaching about. It doesn't matter the situation It doesn't matter what you're going through. It won't change the fact that the God we are serving He is the Alpha. He is the Omega. He is the beginning and he is the ending. He spoke things into existence And he's still the same Yesterday, today and forever and he will always remain the same Tell your brother Jesus, forget about the ark. Let's focus on the glory of God. I don't need the ark only. I need the glory of God. I need the permission from heaven. I need the joy from heaven. I need that joy more than anything else. I don't have to be in the platform all the time. I don't have to play the keyboard all the time. I can be just a saint coming into the house of worship full of the presence of God. I can bless. I can bless the church with that spirit outflowing through you. And you will be a source of blessing to whoever... Hallelujah. You see in Acts chapter 5, how Ananias and Sapphira were struck by the Holy Ghost because they lie in the church. Amen? Amen. Peter said, why do you want to lie to the Holy Ghost? And they bang, without any given chance to repent. They just fall dead straight. In the presence of God. Why? Because God was present. Now everybody lies in the church. Amen? Amen. They just live anyhow. And they just come to the church anytime. They want. It doesn't matter whether they repent or not. They play sin. They do all sorts of things that are displeasing to God. And they don't care just coming to the house of God. I'm talking about the church who have been baptized in the name of Jesus. Their sins have been washed away, been filled with the Holy Ghost, and they know how to live right. And they just, sometimes they forget that they are serving a living God. So tell me, if you see someone fall dead during service, and the pastor say, why you want to lie in the Holy Ghost? Would you like to come the next week to church? But the Bible says it was revival time. The Holy Ghost was fully in operation in the whole church. And the Bible said after that incident, fear came upon all saints. Fear. Fear. Now they understand what is the Holy Ghost. It not only gives you power, but it also can destroy you. And that's why the Bible says you need to perfect holiness in the fear of God. Amen. Why? Because you are serving a God. In order to have that full operation of the Holy Ghost in the church, we need to fear God. You can't pray for the Holy Ghost or for the presence of God to come in our midst because you have no idea what the presence of God can bring in us. But it takes a people who set themselves apart, who sanctify themselves holy, Hallelujah. Who want to live that holy life. Amen. Because they want the presence of God. Hallelujah. 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 And Paul said, "For do I now persuade man or God, or do I seek to please men? For if I yet please men, I should not be the servant of Christ." That's why pastors and preachers are the most marked people in the church. Why pastors preach such message. I'm not going to come to church not going to give my tithe this week. I'm not going to give offering. Forget it. Amen. Amen. This is the attitude of the canal man. But if you want to be part of the church of the living God, you need to pray before you come to church. Because there will always fireballs from the preaching every now and then. Praise the Lord. Because Jesus said to Peter, greater things will you do than I. You know when Jesus makes that whip and start whipping all the people in the temple? Amen? So you imagine when Jesus said, Peter, you will do greater than me. And now we have degrees in this nation of Australia. You can't do corporal punishment to your children or you're going to go to jail. Amen? I'm sorry if I, if I sound stupid. But I want to take our attention back to who we really are as the church of the living God. We don't just need the ark. We need the glory of God. Because if we have the glory of God, it doesn't matter who stands against us. Or what the devil is trying to do. I was, I was preaching to the church this morning. when Jesus said, you know... Foxes have holes, and birds have their nests. They can always come back and have a place to rest. But the Son of God have no place to rest. But in the next verse, they were out in the sea, and this tempest, raging storm, and the waves covers the boat, nearly sink, and Jesus was sleeping. But the previous verse said, he, he have no place to rest. But here in the storm, he was sleeping. So to me, God was saying, that is my place of rest in the middle of the storm. While the people running to and fro with high blood pressure, you with the spirit of God in you were sleeping and have that peace. Amen. That's if you have God. But if you have the religious or church, you'll be just the same as them. Amen. Talking about the situation Talking about corruption Talking about witchcraft Talking about all this disaster happening Forget it It's the word of God It will all come to pass Whether we like it or not How hard we preach against it It still come to pass Because it's the word of God But what you need to have Is the peace and the Holy Ghost That surpasses it. All understand Hallelujah. Hallelujah Tell your neighbors Stop talking about it Let's just have the Holy Ghost Hallelujah. Yeah. I have 28 minutes. So just give me five more minutes. Five more minutes. It can be 10 or 20. (laughs) Sorry. Praise the Lord. So Eli was not concentrating more about the glory of God. He was just there at the temple watching make sure the ark of God is there. But his son, of in Phineas, was entertaining sin. And God was talking to Eli. Hey, you need to discipline that sin. But Eli was not making enough effort to make sure those sin are corrected. Because he saw the Ark of the Covenant is still there. But when the Philistine came and took the, uh, the Ark of the Covenant, the Bible says the glory just departed. And now Ichabod is here which means The glory of God departed And God was telling me Wherever you go Please preach about this You need the glory more than the covenant Now after Elijah received that mantle Elijah was being taken By the chariot of fire And he was here alone. And he was saying, man, I've come this far. Just for the mental, doesn't make any sense. I want the double portion of the spirit, and now I just receive the mental. But the Bible said he saw how Elijah parted the Jordan River with a mental. Amen. Now, after Elijah was being taken away by this chariot of fire, all he received from Elijah Was not the spirit but the mental. And he was not satisfied with the mental. He said I'm going to go back To that Jordan River I'm going to see how this mental works When he went to the Jordan River And this is what he said Where is the God of Elijah And the Bible says The Jordan River parted hither and thither. You know what came to my mind? Man, I want to see what was Elijah's reaction when he saw the Jordan River parted. After he received the mantle, maybe he was jumping on the Jordan River. Woo! I thought only Elijah can do it. But now it just happened through me. And that was the only time mentioned in the Bible when Elisha said, Where is the God of Elijah? After that first miracle, it was not ever mentioned again. The God of Elijah, but now the God of Elijah. Amen. But when Elijah prayed on that Mount Camel, he said, to the Lord God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But he have never met Abraham, he have never met Isaac, or even Jacob. But he believed in the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But now Elijah, he didn't even say the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob. But he said, where is the God of Elijah? Why? He just witnessed a fresh miracle just a few moments ago. And I want a piece of that. And he said, where is the God of Elisha? Not of Abraham, Isaac, or Jacob, but Elijah." You know what? God just wants to tell the church that it can happen to you. Pentecost of Cains. We all know about the story of the mortuary, eh? Because I always hear Stone King and all these faith preachers about how they do miracles. So I was working myself hard because I want to see it for myself. I'm tired of seeking and, and hearing Pastor Stone King preaching all these miracles. I want to preach it myself. Quote, unquote. I'm sick and tired of and unquote. I want you to have your own personal testimony. It makes it more powerful. The first time I preached English, I was asked by our youth director, hey, can you preach? And he knows my problem. I have this fear every time, even to... Make a testimony in English. And I know he was making fun of me. Hey, uh, this combine, you're going to preach in English. I didn't respond back, but he knew that uh, it is impossible. I will not going to do it. But I didn't answer back. I went back, fasting and praying, seeking after God. Hey, God, with you, nothing is impossible. So I was not, I was disobeying my parents. And they were hoping that I was in school, but I was somewhere else. And I didn't pass my grade, I didn't pass my exam. And I'm here struggling in English because I didn't obey my parents. And this is the consequences, but I'm, I know you are the God of the impossible. Amen. So come that day to preach. And the youth director committee. Oh, it's okay, brother, I'm just gonna preach. But he didn't know. I was, I was ready to go. And he said, it's all right, I'm going to preach. And I was, okay, God, sorry. <laughs> so I was sitting on the back row while he was preaching. And I can felt it in the spirit that he was struggling while preaching. But I was down back there. I can feel the fire. And all of a sudden, he just preached. I'll ask Brother David to come and continue preaching. Man. <laughs> I just ran up there and I preached just for five minutes. The Holy Ghost broke loose in that meeting. People crawling to the altar. People were filled with the Holy Ghost. They danced in the spirit in amongst all those chairs. There was a beautiful move of God. And the National Youth Director was jealous. was a good jealous, because he told me that he was jealous, and he said, you know what, you make me jealous, because after the service said, I want to have coffee with you in my house, so he went and he said, you know what, what happened today, you make me jealous, because I want that same result while I preached, but instead, you just came in, you make it look so easy, just five minutes, and there it goes, it's not about the ark, it's about the glory of God. i ask us to stand tonight, if you can all stand. Where is the God of Elijah? The mental is not good enough for me. I want the God of Elijah. I just don't want to be part of the church. I want to be part of the upper room experience, church born in the fire. Signs and wonders follow ministry by the shadow. People will healed. I want those. That defines the church of God. Church born in the fire. It's not just come and worship and sing that I go back. I need to feel the power of God. Paul said, though we walk in the flesh, but our weapons are mighty in God. Pulling down those strongholds, principalities, and powers. It's not about education. It's not about money. It's about the presence of God. But if you have money, you have education, you have luxury, plus the Holy Ghost. Job had everything. But he still feared God. It makes the devil so jealous. And he said, God, if you take out all those hedges and you. Touch his family, you touch his children, you touch his property, you touch his health, he will curse you in the face. But God said, No, Satan, you got it all wrong. His relationship with me was not based on all those things. He had an intimate relationship with me, and through that, I bless him with everything. It was not property, it was not children, it was not health. It was a pure, genuine love for God. Some of us come and serve God for a wrong reason and they end up shipwrecked. They went back to the world because they thought God didn't answer their prayer. But I want to tell us Church of the Living God, we are living in these perilous times that Paul said to Timothy, "You need to be careful. These people, lovers of themselves Lovers of money, covetous Haters of good people But having the form of godliness You look at them They're just a good Christian On the outside But they don't have the power In within them And Paul said to Timothy Depart from these people They might influence you You need the presence of God More than anything because we have to make it to eternity. There will be temptation. There will be trials. There will be turbulence. There will be persecution. People will hate me for my namesake. sake. If they hate you, you need to know that they hate me first before they hate you. But if you got the power of the Holy Ghost. Paul said, I'm ready to die. Not just go to prison. Man, I've been striped five times been shipwrecked three times I go to prison I almost get killed a few times but I fear no evil there's no fear in me why because I can do all things through Christ who strengthen me it's no longer I that liveth, but Christ that liveth in me and Christ in you is the hope of salvation it's the hope of glory you need the glory of God more than just a nice Christian church people amen Beat upon this rock I will build my church and the gates of hell the gates of hell the headquarters of hell cannot go against you the, how many devils in this whole world cannot go against a single member of that body of Christ full of the Holy Ghost Jeremiah said I tried to withhold it but it's like fire that shut up in my bones. I cannot withhold it. I cannot withhold it. It's like fire. It's like fire. It's like fire. You know, when, when David heard that Goliath was challenging the, the army of God, he just could not hold back himself. He just could not stop. Hey, who is this uncircumcised Philistine going against the army of God? Who are you? You're just a youth. a Little shepherd boy, just a youth. With just a sling. And that Lord What is that before this great man Mighty man of war Never lost a battle He's seven or eight feet tall He's got all this armor How can you go against him? It's not what right on the outside King Saul It's what right on the inside I didn't come against this great man of God With all this armory But with the spirit of the Lord Everything doesn't matter If you have the spirit of God If you have the glory of God Man The devil will not even dare To come closer to you They can feel the heat of the fire of God Lives inside of you And King David said Even if I walk in the valley In the shadow of the valley of death I will not fear no evil I will not fear any evil He's my shepherd I shall not want. How nice it is to walk through our enemies and smile at them, because you know they cannot do anything. Amen. Amen. See all these rich people; you can see all the question mark on their head. Amen. Sitting down their patio with coffee, driving all those Pajeros, but there is no peace inside of them. There's no peace because they are thinking about the loan payment and all this and that. If anything goes wrong, what will happen next? But you walking on the road having that peace of God. You just can sing freely with the Spirit. of oh, thank you, Jesus. And Paul said, I'm just passing by. I'm just a pilgrim passing by. This is not my home. I'm just passing through. I'm looking forward to that golden gate, that pearly gates with streets of gold. I don't have suns and moon. I have the presence of the Lamb of God as the light. How beautiful is that? Because you are the church of the living God. You maintain that holy life living standard. Because you want to please God all times. And you have the only power that can save souls of men going to hell.